Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, fun seekers, good morning. Uh, This is Patrick Timpone, and this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Let me pull up the schedule here for the week so I can see what we're going to do before we introduce you to our guest, Dr. Richard Massey. Richard, you know, you know, he's here the third Monday of every month, generally, unless he goes on a binge and we have to wake him up, and you know, that's what happened last month, but he went on a fun binge. Uh, Ray Pete will be here in an hour and a half or so, Dr. Ray Pete, and if you have questions for Richard Massey or Dr. Ray Pete, the email is patrick at one radio network.com. Tomorrow, Tomorrow, Brandon Smith is going to be here. He's in Idaho or Montana, one of those. He's a cool guy. He's on from time to time. And he has been researching a thing called inclusive capitalism. (gasps) Aren't you excited? Inclusive capitalism. And this is going to be a thing that the, the Davos crowd, the Klaus Schwab's of the world, the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers believe that they want to help you get richer. And if you believe that, then I have a bridge in Brooklyn that I'd like to sell you for twelve ninety five. So we're going to talk about that. Where do you see the video that they put together? It's like amazing. Just where do you see it? Okay. Before that, tomorrow, Moses West is going to be here. Moses in San Antonio, Austin, and he has a company, and they're making machines. These machines, they look like a giant refrigerator. It just depends on what size you get. You put solar on these machines and all of a sudden water starts coming out of the faucet. I mean pouring out of it. Pouring out of it. From the air. The clouds. The humidity. He's cool. You'll see him tomorrow. Adam Bergstrom here on uh, Adam 2.0 on Wednesday and then Matthew Errett on Wednesday. Matthew is in Canada He does a lot of great research in the world of geopolitics where all the crazy people live. And he has been doing uh, quite a deep dive into what's going on with China and Russia. They seem like they're getting together for a prom date. So does that matter to us? I don't know, but it might, in case you want to learn Chinese or Russian. Um, So that's it. Join us, 888-663-6386. Email Patrick at oneradionetwork.com. Now live from the great state of Florida, where there's alligators and uh, there's a lot of humidity down there, is Dr. Richard Massey. Hi, Rich. How how you doing? Hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. What are you doing in Florida? So I met a guy in Austin, and he does filming. Mm -hmm. So I'm here at his lake house in Tavares, Florida. And we're looking at blood and doing some recall healing and constellation stuff, and he's filming it. Oh, really? Are we going to see that at the Dobie Theater in Austin soon? Like Richard Massey? Uh, you stuff? know, I, I think so. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be, you know, um, co starring Naomi Watts or something. Who knows? Yeah, I like Naomi. That would be good. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, it looks beautiful down there. Now, you and I think you said it was near Mount Dora. Now, that's up in the Panhandle, if I understand, right? You know, if, 
I'm not sure how to say the words, but I think we're right in the middle of Florida. And and, uh, and what you see back here is Little Lake Harris. You huh. see the big magnolia tree. Oh, man. And, uh, yeah, if you turn it around, let me see if I can do this. Look You'll see the houseboat uh, sitting there out back. And, uh, and my friend is giving all the guests seaplane rides this morning. Oh, okay. He's got a seaplane. Good for him. And, uh, so I, I put that on Instagram, so you can you can see a little bit of the seaplane ride if you're on Instagram. So um, so do you have your like your own Instagram channel like Myrie Cyrus, Cyrus and stuff like that? No, no, no I oh. just post a few things. Yeah, and see if people look. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You and I aren't the biggest social media mavens. We just put a few things up until they cancel us, and then. <laughs> go in Facebook jail for two weeks and come back out, you know. Yes. <laughs> yes. I hear you. I hear you. Okay. Well, that sounds like a fun little adventure. Florida's really beautiful. It's very humid, right? You tell this little machine tomorrow we're going to talk about. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, which is a great idea, huh? You get a machine like that. Yeah. Like a little what do you, this, out of here. We're going to play a win, video. Win. We're going to play a video. Yeah. It's, I think this is where we're going with the water thing. Uh, why not just yeah. take it out of the air? I mean, yeah. Pretty much when an air conditioner just, just on a huge scale, right? You see it dripping mm-hmm. out of the, it's just distilled water. It's just, you know, from the, from the humidity. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm told that Willie Nelson has had a version of that for years. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, Willie. So, you know, if Willie's had it, then it's probably cutting edge stuff. You know what I mean? And plus, Willie, you know, he smoked his own versions of things over the years that I, he probably comes up with some cool stuff. Hey, you know, the, the um, there's a fellow at the Dripping Springs Farmer's Market called La Pureza, La, El Pureza, something Pureza. And they're all with farm-raised, traditionally farmed, regenerative farming pigs and chickens, soon to be lambs. And it's all regenerative farming, so they just feed them stuff, vegetables. They don't feed them grains or corn or anything. It's great. The best pork ever. It's like amazing. And chicken and eggs. Mm-hmm. And Willie mm-hmm. Nelson's wife found out about him and got hooked up with him. And now they're doing their whole thing on Willie's place. Oh. All right. So, yeah. Willie, he's got his, he's got his, you know, his little antennas out there. Yeah, yeah, Willie knows. Yeah. I love to I love his voice. He's some of his music is so great. Mm-hmm. So, um so the lake there, can you swim in that lake or are there alligators in there? There there are some gators in here. Oh and good. So I I have refrained from swimming. <laughs> I, you know. Uh we have little kayaks here and uh in the houseboat and and the seaplane mm-hmm. so we play in those and i do drive to the beach and boogie board every now and then you do you know? yes yeah, there's a beach about an hour from here and uh it's fun i'm just out there with the 10 and 12 year old kids with the boogie board and uh we're just playing in the waves you know are they um so are you on the the west coast of Florida or on the east coast of Florida? So I go over to the east side for the waves. Uh, the Atlantic side has bigger okay. waves. Okay. 
but I'm right in between them. I can go either way. And, and uh, yeah, yeah, everybody can look up Tavares, Florida. Um, it's not that far from Orlando. Oh, I see. I see. I thought it was, yeah, for some, because you said Mount Dora. There's a Mount Dora up in the Panhandle, too. So that's okay. that's be a, a different Mount Dora. Okay. They probably have two Mount Doras. They probably do. It just, sounds like Dora should yeah. be double. Just to you confuse know. you, yeah. you know, just so you get screwed up on the Google yeah. Earth thing. Yeah. Let's just do another Mount Dora be. so people get lost. Yes. Yes. And, you know, just so everybody can remember to Google Save Soil. Save Soil. Um, so Save Soil, Conscious Planet. Uh, and uh, if, you know, if you don't want to go with them, uh, go with Zach Bush and Farmer's Footprint. Uh, do something to rejuvenate the amount of microorganisms in the soil. Otherwise, we all going to be in some trouble. Huh. Uh, if you if you Google the desertification map of the United States and the world, you'll see that almost all the soil in the United States is right on the verge of becoming desert. Yeah. And they're saying that we have to eat eight oranges today to equal what one orange did for our parents. So that would mean I have to plant eight acres of orange trees <laughs> to get what one acre yeah, used probably, to. Yeah. And, uh, so, you know, that's you know, getting close to the cliff uh, called extinction there. So, so let's put some microorganisms back in the soil like your friends are doing there in Dripping Springs. Let's get some animal compost and vegetable compost on the soil. Let's stop plowing. Let's make shade for the soil. And think about the little bugs that live in the mm -hmm. soil. And they're like the little you know, bugs inside of our bodies. That's uh, you mentioned. That's what the regenerative farmers do. Is they believe the reason why we're one of the reasons why they're desertified. What is desertification? Whatever the word is, is because yeah. we took away all the animals. Because what the animals do, yes. and they're doing this in Africa, some huge work, bringing back the soil by simply putting heavy hoofed animals on the soil. They yes. break it up, they poop and they pee, and they put more life in the soil, and it comes back, yes. and then they make babies, and and then you can eat them too. So, you know, uh, so, yeah, this thing, whole thing about, I think, this whole war on meat is another reason why they, the global eye, want you to eat soil and green and uh, not eat meat because it's good for you. That's my theory. That's my current theory. You got to have these guys to break up the soil. Otherwise, it just dries up and goes poop, you know? Yeah, I mean, I always thought that the, like the tomato plant had the capacity to make its own nutrients from the sunlight, but it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, the, tomato, the tomato plant leaf will suck greenhouse gases out of the air and clean the air, mix those with sunlight and make sugar. Oh. It's called photosynthesis. And then the sugar goes down into the roots. Tomato plant sends the sugar down into the roots to feed this candy to the microorganisms who love it. And the microorganisms give off the nutritional ingredients. And then the roots of the plant pick those up. If there's no microorganisms in the soil, there's no nutrition in the tomato. Right. The tomato plant itself can't make the nutrients. So it's the number of microorganisms in the soil that's important. 
And in the future, it's going to be this tomato was grown on soil with 3% microorganisms. This tomato was grown on soil with 6% microorganisms. And you'll know there's at least twice as much nutrition in the one that was grown on the 6% microorganisms than the three. The United States soil, I'm told, is at 1.2%, which is almost desert. Hmm. Um, and so we have to keep using chemicals at this point or the soil wouldn't grow anything. Nothing. Uh, but if we start increasing the microorganisms, the need for chemicals will drop. And uh, that's what Save Soil is about, is getting government to pay farmers to put the animals back out there, to put the vegetable compost back out there, to stop plowing, to yeah. make shade for the organism, use cover crops, however you sure. do it. A lot of ways you and do it. Pay them, pay them to make more microorganisms. Mm. Everything follows the economics. So, you know, there you have it. That's no, I, I like it. And you know, some of the f old timers you talk to here, love talking to some of the old timers. You see them, you know, stop and they're doing something, and hey, how you? Do? These guys have lived in this area for ever, their whole life, right? And you talk yeah. to, I talked to one of them, and he was saying. You know, this land, you know how it is around where I live and where you lived in Fredericksburg. It's like yeah. a desert, really. I mean, it's, you yes. know, we have cactus here and we have a lot of rocks, caliche, yeah. and a lot of cedar that grew here, because even though they weren't supposed to, you know. And mm -hmm. they say, uh, the old timers say, this land used to be just grassy and beautiful and rich soil and buffalo and cows and and. When they were all mm -hmm. taken away, that's when you turn into a desert because there's nothing, nothing yes. going on, man. <laughs> nothing yeah, going on. It's yeah. just out there in the sun with little water. What is it? You're going to turn into a desert. That's the way it works. Isn't that crazy? Yes. <sighs> yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> all our all our machines don't poop. That's the problem, you know. Hmm. Uh, well, you know, it just depends on where you live, you know. <laughs> yeah, God. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Richard Massey's with us. If you go to join us, triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six. Email Patrick at oneradionetwork.com. Let's get the spooky stuff out of the way because we, you know, it's probably our job. You know, be a little spooky. Um, yeah. Do you have you seen any um, learned anything lately? The last couple of months on. These injections, also known as vaccines, doing your blood work. Any, have you learned anything new or it's, they're just bad or how would you put it? Well, you know, people people still polarize around it. Um, I saw some black debris in someone's blood yesterday. They had specifically asked and uh, they were unvaccinated, but they live in close proximity with vaccinated people. Hmm. And uh, oh, I told her what I learned during my brief romance there uh, a few months ago is that true love cleared my blood hmm. and it cleared the vaccinated woman's blood. And uh, it was amazing in spite of uh, her even taking another booster. Uh, now, the booster increased leaky gut. You could definitely see that and could definitely see little tiny micro blood clots in looking at her sample hmm. the day after the booster hmm. that weren't there the day before 
but the black debris, which people speculate is graphene oxide, all that cleared with true love. So it turns out that the Princess Bride is really, you know, true. And uh, if you haven't watched the Princess Bride in a while, good one. Uh, true love overcomes all the obstacles, and uh, looks like that's true with the vaccine as well. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I know that's true. I know it is, it is right. I mean, everything. Yeah, I mean, and it's not just a sentiment. I mean, I was actually no. looking like a science geek. I was looking through a microscope and looking at it. And, uh, you know, what can I say? Andrew Weil said it decades ago. If you get a terminal diagnosis, go out and fall in love. And that'll put you right. Put you, you right, know? baby. Yeah. yeah. There's a screenplay there somewhere. That's a nice one. I like that. I... Well, I mean, just if you, you know, if you just think about it in a geeky way like I like to, I mean, let's just talk about it a little bit. We we know, I, I believe, I know, I can't prove it, that divine spirit, what we call spirit, right, chi or prana, is love, right? That's its mm-hmm. essence. Yeah. That's its essence. That's what it's made out of. So, yeah. and we know that's what heals us. Right by working through us when we say, "Okay, I need help. Work with me here." Right? So to think that that's not doable or re, re, uh, um, reproducible with two souls coming together and in in love. I mean, come, you'd have to, right? Yeah, you just have to. Yeah, it has to. And and uh, <laughs> what I'm working on with the with the yoga practice is little bit by little bit is learning to be that much in love with the lake and the sky and the trees everything so that that love that was between me and the woman is now i am feeling that same love with everyone and everything and uh and that keeps me clean so far oh yeah um, can't catch a thing, dude. <laughs> you can't even catch herpes with that, baby. No, can't even catch herpes. Yeah, it's funny. We've been we've been uh, looking at a lot of the Cowan, Lanka, Kaufman stuff on the germ thing, and all of them, and claim that this whole thing about you don't even catch herpes—that's all been made up as well, or STDs. It's all been made up. Isn't it crazy that we, we've gone for yes, years thinking that yes. we can catch something from... Oh, man. I know, right? It's a trip. It, it, and it's so funny <laughs> to go through life and, and think, gosh, you, you know, me and my friends must just be the lucky ones who, who didn't get strict, struck down by herpes, you know? Right. And, uh, wow, let's don't talk about it. It could jinx it or something, you know? And it's this... <laughs> This whole mental attitude that, no, we know it's true because somebody important said it was true. Yeah. Um, we know you can catch herpes because TV says so and doctors say so and nurses say so and the billboards say so. When I went to the Bahamas, they had a, a big sign up there for a condom ad and it said, protect your teens. <laughs> protect your teens? Yeah, yeah, it was the Bahamas for protect your things. Oh. Uh, 
and uh, you know, it was, uh, it was a big old billboard, like, oh, right? And uh, when I went to Mexico, you can walk into the pharmacies there, and uh, and they had antidepressants over the counter so that you could feel good and party. And the second thing was Viagra, and then the next thing is antibiotics. <laughs> it's like, because you know, if you go out and do this, you're gonna you're gonna need to kill some germs, you know. Yeah. Um, and they had a whole list of medicines which were it looked like for a fraternity party um and uh anyway it's just funny how that's so pervasive and how it's still called the germ theory because nobody could ever prove it it never, they never have been germ law. They, they've never proven it have they never never and they've tried really hard yeah oh yeah yeah really really <laughs> really hard to prove it and they would yeah. if they could right you know believe me they would oh, if they yeah. could if they could yeah isolate a germ and say okay here it is you know we didn't mess with it here it is and we're going to put it in you and you're going to get sick and then we're going to take some of your snot and give it to george and he's going to get sick they've never done it right never yeah. done. <laughs> i know and it's so funny that it, what a blind spot like i started working in hospitals in 1974 yeah wow and, and this was before anybody was wearing masks and gloves and any of that kind of stuff. And I got poop and pee and blood all over me, mucus from really sick people. And I never caught anything, but I taught Sunday school at the Episcopal Church. So I just figured Jesus liked me better um, than everybody else. That's why I was protected or something, you know? Uh -huh. But then, but then the pagans I worked with, they didn't get sick either. They didn't catch any of it either. But I never noticed it until the until this uh, Corona thing happened. And I went back and looked, and I thought, "Wow, how is it that I never caught a thing and never noticed that? Uh, I never caught on that I never caught. You never anything. caught on that you didn't catch catch anything. Huh? Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, look at that." So what do you think is going on with this thing that they call staff or something, that hospital supposedly, do you understand that whole thing? is? Okay, so, so I'll, I'll just tell you what I know about that. Okay. And uh, <clears throat> so when Dr. Hammer did his work, he, he realized that there are these particles that you can see, like on my microscope, like I can... I can put a, a sample on my microscope and I can see an organism that everybody has agreed to call staph. Right? I just call staph it that, whatever it is. It's some organism. Yeah, whatever it is, it's some organism and it's called that. Okay. And it, it lives a lot on the skin. <clears throat> so the book is going to be coming out before too long where Jobert, Renault, and everybody needs to get their recall healing book from Michelle now. She's been on the show, Soul Tree Transformation. She's selling Joe Bear's book. Oh. That's the only place you can get it. What's the name and of the place? Uh, Maybe she can set up an interview with them. Yeah, yeah, because she's teaching the classes again. Michelle? And she's doing it online and in person. And uh, she's the only PhD in recall healing, and she's really good. And so in that book, they tell you what the function is of this organism that everybody has agreed to call staph. Mm -hmm. This organism lives all over the skin. On the skin. 
and its job is to do what tweezers do today for the primitive person or primitive animal. This, if I get a little tiny cactus thing in my skin that's really irritating, but it's too small to pull it out with fingernails, the staph organism will make a tiny boil around that and push it out like a little acne Oh, I've burst. seen that every now and then on your skin. You'll see it'll make a little bit of a thing. Yes. And that's pushing it yeah. out. Huh. Yeah, that's that organism. Wow. And, and people call it staph. And uh, so what's, what's happened here is that we've declared war on all the organisms, whatever they are. Yeah. And we take these things called against life, antibiotics, right? We're against you. We're going to kill you if we can. We're going to kill you. And so when we give things like that, it creates a different kind of evolutionary stress. And uh, the organisms that form out of that are, um, you know, they may not be exactly happy with how we've behaved. And uh, so there's uh, there's this group of quote infections that people call methicillin resistant staph, huh. uh, MRSA. And oh, that's MRSA. Mainly, that's MRSA. Huh. Yeah, you mainly get those in hospitals where the use of antibiotics is really high. But you can get it from taking antibiotics for something, and then the staph on my own skin becomes resistant to antibiotics it kills off the nice staff and you know then the then the bullies and the creeps multiply um hmm. and so you know and and i've worked with that and the ultraviolet and the ozone clears that up right it, the stuff that is ignored clears that up however it does it i don't think it's killing anything quite honestly I think it's transforming it back into something friendly. It's like, oh, okay, you're sending me something I can recognize, not this synthetic chemical life killer thing. You're putting some life in me. You're putting some oxygen around. Okay, I can do that. I can change back into nice staff, right? I think some. it's more like that. Hmm. Than and is that like the, the pleomorphic kind of an idea? Yeah, like the pleomorphic idea, uh -huh. you know? I, hmm. I think we're we're born in a conquest culture, an empire building culture, and right. you know we can only we can only cohabit this earth if we can kill you when we want to, you know. And uh, you know, <laughs> can I quote you on that? We can only inhabit this earth if I can kill you when I want to. That's good. I like that. No, that's boy. Isn't it crazy when you think about it? Then that would mean that every everything that we've ever tried to kill is just uh, you know stupid you know yes. i don't care what it is you know terrorists or <laughs> bugs or ticks or fleas i don't know man yes isn't oh, it amazing know, we right. spent the last i wonder how long we've been doing this thing this killing thing maybe a few hundred yeah. years or i don't know maybe yeah i don't time. know but I, but i can almost feel rachel carson cheering us on here as we're you know, she did the Silent Spring thing yeah. uh, about the dangers of DDT and showing all the dead birds and the mosquitoes were still alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no. I, had a, I had a great experience with, with ants the other day. So these ants, I don't know, they start coming in. I don't know where they were coming from. 
And they had this trail about 20 feet through my laundry room. I mean, it was hardcore trail, right? And then they would go in my trash can. And now I'd take the trash can out, clean that out. And then, and then they would come into my kitchen. And then they would bite my feet when I was in my kitchen on the wood floors. Yeah, yeah. And I kept talking to them. I kept saying, guys... I'm going to kill you, you know, just quit bite me, just leave. And every now and then they, it would work for a few days, and then they would come back. Yeah. So I finally just bit the bullet and got some stuff at the Home Depot and put out some little traps, and for about two weeks they would just eat it and, you know, gently, gently send them to another lifetime, you know. Mm-hmm. But every now and then when I go in there, it's so funny, I, mean, I can't believe I'm doing this, Anytime when I go in there now, the last week since I've been gone, I walk in their laundry room. I say, "Man, I wish I didn't." I, I'm sorry for killing you guys, but man, you were just biting my feet, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I guess there are times when, if somebody's eating you, then you need to protect yourself, right? But other than yeah. that, I don't think I don't think we need to be killing anything. I didn't like doing it actually. I didn't even like doing yeah. it. Yeah, I hear you. I'm the same way. Didn't even like doing uh, it. You know, putting out the diatomaceous earth and stuff like that, you know, on the floor. And, uh, and you know, let me just throw in a little side note here. Uh, David Wilcock on Gaia um, did a series about geopathic stress lines. Yeah. And he said that the ancient Romans would do things like put ants somewhere and see where they traveled and made their nest. And you don't want to build your home there right. because ants like these negative geopathic stress zones. Uh, and so that was one of the ways that, that when they didn't have dowsers, I guess, that yeah. they looked for those. That, that yeah, makes so sense. Don't sleep in your laundry room. Don't, you know? I won't sleep in my laundry room. Yeah, I only want to have too much food at night. I end up in my laundry room, yeah. sleeping yeah. on the floor. Yeah. Dr. Richard Massey is here. We have some emails for him. If you'd like to join the conversation, as you can tell, when we have him on the show, he and I just be silly. 888-663-6386. Email is patrick at oneradionetwork.com. And if you would like to get yourself a an AquaCure machine, I lost the picture of it, so I don't know what I'm going to put up there. I'll just put, I don't know, I'll put my red pill picture up there because... If you, if you get the hydrogen machine, you're taking the red pill. And then we're going to tell you why Richard Massey took the sustained release red pill uh, when, when he was a kid. And he's going to tell you how, how that is. Many people have said, and we concur, that the number one investment we should make is in our health. Here's George Wiseman. Last caller, I'm sorry, I didn't remember his name, said an investment. Uh, and this is really the investment kind of thing that you need to do. Not my machine specifically. I, I think I sell the world's best machine, and, and I do my best to maintain it and support the customers and everything. But regardless of who you get it from, you really should invest in your health. How are you going to enjoy life if you if you haven't got health? How, how are you going to fulfill that bucket list? If <laughs> So number one on the bucket list should be your health, and then you, you get some extra years. I, I say this thing not only adds years to your life because the science is showing a 30 to 50% life in, extension. So I'm expecting to go to the 120, 150 years old and I'd help a lot of people between now and then. But it also adds life to your years. There's no sense living in uh, your, your last decade of life if you're in a hospital bed on, attached to machines. You know what I mean? Throwing a Frisbee and having fun. It's so true, isn't it? Boy, if we don't feel good and have the energy 
to do what we need to do. I mean, what's the point? I mean, what's the point? You know what I mean, Jelly Bean? If you'd like to get an Aqua Cure machine, this is a. It'll be th- what uh, next month? Three years that I've been breathing the gas and uh, drinking the water. Some people think I drink, I breathe crazy gas, and I do. But you know, that's, that's this is it's a great technology. The molecular hydrogen machine. It's on our website. There's a 20% deal on it right now using promo code One Radio. Promo code One Radio. It's Brown's gas, which is like an extended uh, kind of the fourth phase of water, along with the hydrogen. Did you know molecular hydrogen is the only molecule ever in the history of whatever this place is? on both sides of the uh, elemental scale, if you look at them. Did you know that? What does that mean? <whistles> Think about that for a while. And then get a Occure machine <laughs> of 20% discount on OneRadioNetwork.com. OneRadioNetwork.com. If you would like to visit Shen Blossom, you can visit, it's a great company, uh, Brandon Amalani, who started Chen Blossom many years ago, used to work with Daniel Vitalis when we first met Brandon, and he's got a great company with everything in Myron Glass and wonderful products. Whoa! Just go on his website, click around, read the ingredients on these products, and listen how he makes ginseng. Now check this out. Previously with Brandon Amalani of Chen Blossom, talking about our very special ginseng. And you don't want something that's been corrupted coming into your body like the ginseng is a super important example of that you know when you're using aggressive alcohols and solvents it has a it has a strange effect with um ginseng in the sense that when you're not only over processing it but putting it in really aggressive alcohols what's going to happen is that you're going to flip the chemistry on some of the uh, androgenic naturally it's androgenic it's going to basically protect the telomeres and and add life to the body and, and protect the genetic replication of the cells but it's also going to boost the androgens and boost the the male hormones in the body but if you incubate it in really aggressive alcohol it flips those to become estrogenic now estrogens phytoestrogens are not necessarily bad in balance but you really don't want that with your ginseng especially if you're getting like a really high quality a really old root something that's very special you want to like treat it with care and make sure it's delivering what ginseng has to offer just a short clip from brandon talking about the way they do the ginseng just to give you a better idea of where this company is coming from, the quality and the ethics. Brandon and the Shen Blossom link on OneRadioNetwork.com. So I just went downstairs to get some water. Contrary to what um, the news tell you, and what, <laughs> don't get me started, and what um, Janet Yellen Treasury Secretary tells you, and what Google tells you, who else? Everybody. These high prices at the HEB and Safeway um, and Publix, down where Richard is, is not the Russians. No, Russians didn't do it. <laughs> They're blaming on the Russians, or COVID, or who else? This is blame on stuff. This whole thing has been perpetrated by printing more money, dollars, on a computer. I mean, that's what it is.
It's the only reason. And in the last two years, there's been eight trillion, hello, eight, hello, eight trillion dollars that um, Trump started and then Biden and just printing money at the Fed and then borrowing the money from the Fed, which doesn't make sense, and then and then you have all these trillions out there chasing the same amount of goods and then they've uh, engineered a global food chain supply thing uh, that's all been planned and so there's less food and there's less stuff because it's all sitting out in containers ships in the oceans and you can go in and dig in and see how they did that one so there's more billions of dollars, trillions, and less goods. And that causes prices to rise. That's what it is. It's just supply and demand. And that's why um, the chicken you're buying at the Publix is like twice as much as it was six months ago. So that's called inflation. And that's all done by printing money on a computer. Well, uh, th- that is the reason why we I encourage you to buy some gold and silver coins for my good friend Fred because we've done a lot of shows on this and continue to try to help you to understand that there's no way out of this one. This is the big one. This, this, yeah, this is the big one they've talked about for the last hundred years. Oh, this is the big one. They've, uh, uh, they, there's just no way out. The only way they keep this thing going is to keep creating more money, stealing what they can, and then uh, taxing us more, and then prices are going to keep rising. This is the big one. So the only way to protect from that is to either move to uh, Belize and just eat fruit and sit in the under the yum yum tree, or you can um, <laughs> you can buy gold and silver and uh, keep some in your underwear drawer for a rainy day. We think you're going to be happy. You have some five years from now. His number is eight hundred eight seven eight two six four six. 800-878-2646. He only deals in real American money from the mint, money that cannot be duplicated. You can only have so many $20 gold pieces in a certain year, and that's all they did. That's all they did. Now, there's my Uncle Tony used to try to make his own, but he, he spent a few years in the big house for doing that, so you can't do that. So um, just call Fred. He'll take care of you. Get some gold and silver, and you're going to be a happy camper a few years from now when gold is a lot higher in silver than it is now. That's um, 800-878-2646. 800-878-2646. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Where's my little thing? I, I lost my I lost my little control thing. I mean, holy cow! How can you do that? Oh, but oh my God! Oh, it is. Lost control. I lost the control. I've lost all control of everything. How how is that even possible? Doctor Richard Massey is with us. Uh, thanks for being here. So you you were telling me before the show. I don't know. We were talking about something something crazy that I think about, and and you you were saying like. That you thought you took the sustained release red pill? Yes. Uh-huh. Tell me about that. Yeah, well, it's continuing, you know? Like in the movie, it all happened like in an hour, yeah, hour like, and a half. Yeah, like that. Uh, 
for me, it's like going on for a couple of decades now. I and, see. Uh, I see. Yeah. So part of what I'm doing here is telling people the stories that, and here's what I mean to do when I tell those stories. I mean for people to feel encouraged. And my intention is, is that people realize what I can show microscopically is actually factually correct that we're healing all the time. Yeah. Unless you're on chemotherapy or something that totally shuts down your healing, some artificial thing, you're healing all the time. And the people who heal the fastest have the capacity to feel the worst and suffer the most. Uh, the people who are healing a larger percentage of their body at the same time can actually die from the healing. Hmm. They don't die from an illness. And so the job of pharmaceuticals is to poison the healing system, hopefully skillfully, so that the healing doesn't happen so fast that it overwhelms the person. Wow. Right? So, that, so that's what pharmaceutical medicines are actually slowing the healing process down so the person doesn't die. Yeah, because we're dying from healing. So the heart attack happens when the heart arteries are in their healing phase not when they're actually in the illness phase it's just backwards of everything we're taught and dr hammer proved this with dog studies you know he clamped he opened up the great dane's chest many times clamped off the major heart artery which would be like a human being getting a massive clot and and cutting off all blood flow to a third of the heart and none of the dogs got heart attacks. But he could take that same breed of dog and make it die of a heart attack reliably by giving it great space on his ranch and feeding it steak and all this good stuff to drink and this thing was king of the ranch. And then he would take that Great Dane and put it in a cage and bring in another male Great Dane and make this first one watch the new one take over its territory and it, it would try to eat through the cage and go out and fight the other one for the territory but it couldn't get out of the cage and after a couple of weeks of growling and biting the bars on the cage it finally just give up you know and I, say, I guess i'm stuck here i have to watch the new king take over everything so then at that point dr hammer would take away the new dog open up the cage, let the first dog back out, and it would die going around trying to pee again on all its territory and reclaim its territory. Because he died during the healing process when he was healing. Yes, yeah, the arteries are healing. So when the arteries heal, I need to rest for two weeks. And so the arteries heal when I win back or when I lose the territory I've been fighting for. Like if I win a big court case or lose a big court case, either way, the fight is over. Those two weeks are the dangerous weeks for a heart attack. Hmm. I need to rest during those two weeks. I need to let the heart arteries repair. Um, honestly, taking an aspirin today is not a bad idea to prevent blood clotting during this time reduce the inflammation, take extra healthy fats. But it's during the two weeks after winning or losing something I've been fighting for 
that's when the heart attack risk is really, really high. Isn't that fascinating? As long as you know that, yeah. right? That, that's how that works. The corona thing, whatever this is, uh, this thing we call the flu or the cold and flu season, is when we've solved a dispute. When a dispute is over, some argument that's unreconciled, um, and I think I told you a couple of the examples. And, and the one that's on Instagram for people who want to watch is, is a young woman who her, her family said, you know, we're going to cut you off financially if you and your boyfriend go to Mexico. And they had a big dispute over whether she could go to Mexico with her boyfriend. Well, she went to Mexico with her boyfriend and she had a great time and she ate all the food, didn't even get diarrhea, nothing, you know, very healthy. Everything's great. When she comes back to the States and makes up with her parents, the next day she has high fever, chills, all that stuff. Hmm. And of course, she goes in and gets the test, which, you know, who knows what that means. And uh, she tests positive, so she's assuming she's got this thing called COVID. But she comes in and does the ultraviolet, you know, and she felt better by the time the IV was over. Um, and just so people know, the ultraviolet IV, as far as I know, from talking to friends and reading literature in my own 22 years of using it, has never failed to reverse what we call acute infections, no matter what they are. If you catch them early, it turns it right around with no side effects. Um, I just went by someone's house the other day and showed that somebody bought an ultraviolet device and I was showing them how to do it on themselves at home. Um, and that's the second time I've done that. So people are learning, you know, hey, uh, this is kind of madness here. Uh, can't trust anything I hear out there or what's going on. So, But if I can put light in my blood, what's more natural than that? Because that's what comes through our eyeballs every day. That's why there's no skin on the blood vessels on the back of the eyeball is so sunlight can come directly onto the naked blood vessels and get on my blood cells. You know, that's kind of what's going on. Hmm. Um, that's how we stay healthy. About two-thirds of our energy comes from light, and only about one-third comes from food. That's a Jack Cruz quote, and uh, some other people say the same thing. Uh, yeah, I would I would even go further than that. I think it's probably 90-10, but that's just me. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and whatever it is, I mean, I, I'm not privy to that who knows? kind of yeah. numbers. Yeah, you know, knows? I don't know. But, you know, and then there's the mother-father thing. So so my friend Chad here who lives on the lake and has the seaplane, he's the first person I've met in a long, long time who just naturally in conversation speaks kindly about his mother and father. Hmm. I mean, he'll he'll even just say, Man, my mom and dad had it going on, you know. I mean, they were great parents. They were great lovers, you know. And uh, that's rare to hear that in this culture. Um, and we're just having fun noticing that this guy has a seaplane. So in biology, when I go up toward the sun, I'm honoring and remembering my fathers. When I land on the water... I'm honoring and remembering my mother's. Hmm. This is just what he naturally chose to do. And he loves taking people up. 
well, this IV, this ultraviolet is the same thing. So when I put an IV in someone's arm, their brain always goes to their first IV, which is their belly button. The brain automatically remembers being in the womb and getting that wonderful cord blood IV from mama 24 hours a day. And of course it's liquid and all liquid is a feminine element. It reminds me of mama. So I'm getting that IV, I'm laying back, I'm remembering mom. And then we put sunlight on the blood, which is dad. And then we put dad and mom back into the person's bloodstream while they get to be the little one and relax and receive it. And we're just reenacting the beauty of conception and our origin story and all the stem cells remember. They remember that invigoration and they start making these healthy exosomes, right? That just are rejuvenating for the body and people get well from that. And that's been done since the 1930s at Johns Hopkins and the Mayo Clinic. And of course they had to stop doing it because Big Pharma said, we're gonna withdraw funding if you guys keep reporting how good this is, how well it works. So it's still legal, you can still do it. You just get on some kind of list from pharmaceutical Santa, you know, you may not have the the, the beautiful uh, girls come by your office and go, oh, doctor, you're so smart. Would you buy our drug? You know, you may not get that kind of treatment anymore, but you'll get to watch people get well <laughs> and uh, you'll get to feel yourself get well if you get in trouble. So if that means something to you, uh, you know, it's available, you know, so. Great stuff. Good job. Love it. It's. We put a, a Michael Tellinger video on our on our website today. You know him, Michael Tellinger. Uh huh. And uh, he's kind of talking about the flat Earth thing, and and he was saying everything that we've been taught the last hundred years is just totally the opposite of what it is. <laughs> everything. <clears throat> wow! Isn't that a trip? Yes. Karmically, for a human, a species to be told just the opposite, just the opposite of the truth. Yes. Wow. Yes, I know. And as you say that, I'm deeply appreciating Byron Katie one more time, uh, because that's her whole thing is, is turning it? around limiting beliefs to their opposite. And when I've done that over the years with my heart biofeedback monitor from the Institute of Heart Math. As soon as I turn the truth that I believe around, it turns out that the opposite is more true for my heart hmm. and my mind than what I had originally been taught and believed. And uh, I just love that that was her enlightenment spontaneously with no education. She just, she just suddenly realizes everything's backwards. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and here's a technique for spinning it around if you're interested. If you're interested. Uh, it, it's, Simple and it's free online. Work dot com, uh, you know. Yeah. Byron Katie. Yes, yeah, she's amazing, and you can type in Byron Katie YouTube's and come up with any subject you want: finances, health, relationships, and she'll 
she'll show herself working with someone who found a limiting belief and they spin that thing around and everybody starts laughing and crying and the whole software gets reprogrammed to a friendlier place it's really fun to watch <laughs> i like that the software gets programmed to a friendlier place yeah <laughs> you know it, yeah i talk about that, that even exists, you i know? talk about that a lot too i think uh, richard the, the mind really is just software you know it's just software it's yes. just like yeah. the most incredible software ever you know more powerful than windows yes. 10 probably windows Four hundred and fifty-eight thousand. That's how it is. Yeah. You know, just a relational database system. And if you don't think so, you can just—I don't know—think about one thing. Just think about it, and then watch what comes next. You know, it's just a relational database. You know, it's just like, you know, boom, 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 boom. And um, there's a thing called tail enders. You want to hear what these are great? Tail enders are kind of a thing that we talk about uh, in Ekinkar where um, say you um, say you did something that was stupid um, and you just gave yourself a hard time for it for a minute. Just a minute, right? You just did something. And all of a sudden, it was only just like a minute, you know? Just, well, that was stupid. I can't believe you did that. Just or 20 seconds. And then 20 minutes later, you start thinking about something really good that you're, that you that's going to be happening to you, or you want, or something like that. If you watch carefully, carefully, you got to be careful. You'll think about that good thing. Immediately on the tail end of that good thing is an image or a feeling of that negative thing that you just created twenty minutes ago. It happens that quickly. Poop, 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 poop. It's called a tail ender. So you create a negative, and this software, the mind, is you create a positive, and you it'll come back and hit you with a negative right on the other end, quickly, which is keeps people from doing a lot of stuff because then then all of a sudden they think, oh, I don't know if I can do that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, pretty no, cool. Exactly. Pretty cool. Yeah. And if you get real quiet and watch that, it's just interesting. It doesn't mm -hmm. doesn't control you. You're not the mind, so what do you, it doesn't matter. Just watch it. So, well, that's interesting. Well, that's not what I want, and you're done. <laughs> right? Yeah, you're done. Yeah, that's beautiful. Isn't that's it beautiful? Tail enders—they happen all the time, all the time. And I think, in my experience, they're happening so quickly because most humans are moving so quickly, and they're always in the mental realm mm -hmm. that it's hard for them to get out of the the loop, you know, because it's all yeah. happening so quickly. You know, you got a positive, negative, positive, negative, boom, boom, boom. And, you know, you can't find your way out, and then you become a talk show host, you know. And then <laughs> <laughs> and you have yeah. no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, the mind's yeah, a pretty, pretty trippy thing. I think the biggest challenge with the mind is, is then, but it's really easy to get real negative about the mind and say that's a big problem and all that. But it's not really because we... We have to use the mind, this software, to create things, right? And to yeah. and to integrate into with you and I talking and other people and in and in, in physical reality. So um, yes. I think that's where a lot of the the Eastern religions kind of got off on out of balance for for a long time, 
and I did as well, were thinking the mind was the problem. It's, yeah. it's, it's not really. You know, it's just a tool that we're not using properly. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, it totally does. And it, and it makes sense of the Native Americans having the Hayoka people as a reminder of that. Uh, the Hayoka person was the one who sat backwards in the saddle and drove their car in reverse down the highway. And just as a reminder that a whole bunch of stuff is backwards <laughs> in, in the way we see it. And uh, remember that, take it lightly, have a good laugh, you know. Uh, yeah, that's probably the, the the magic for me of Michael Jackson's moonwalk, you know, mm. looking like you're walking forward, but you're going backwards, you that's know, right. and uh, yeah. Oh, Michael was on it, wasn't he? Oh, my God, love him. Yeah. Uh, Richard Massey's with us. If you care to join us, 888-663-6386. Here's an email from Anna. Hi, Patrick and Dr. Massey. Can Dr. Massey please address how to treat a prolactinoma. Do you know that? I've had a micro, an A-D-E-N-O-M-A, a D, and how do you say that? Okay, so spell the first part again. P-R-O-L-A-C-T-I-N-O-M-A. Prolactinoma. Oh, okay, okay. It's a, it's a tumor that makes prolactin. Right. Um, so the, she goes on a benign, benign pituitary tumor for many, many years with an elevated prolactin level. My symptoms mainly include years of missed periods. I do not eat fast food and mainly low-carb organic foods, some magnesium and vitamin D. Should I be eating animal brain pituitary? Can you also ask Dr. Pete about this? We will. What do you think, Doc? You got some ideas? Wow. I'm just remembering my my one friend who had this and uh, it got big enough to where it started affecting things and he went on a medication that worked. But he was actually lactating, if I remember correctly, and that was embarrassing uh, for him. Um, I guess so. But, um, I, yeah, I don't know if it's in the Jacques Martel book or the Recall Healing book, but on the next break, I'll go get those and look just to remember that the brain creates these things on purpose. Like if we're looking at the story level, right? Not talking about the physical level. On the story level, the brain is producing this on purpose to save someone or balance something in the family system. Um, and so you'd want to look and see what it does in your body and say, who would that have been a good thing for? Who would those symptoms have been a good thing for? Or in the John Sarno world, does having those symptoms prevent you from doing something that's actually not a good idea for you to be doing? And that's how he looks at it. Um, but I don't, nothing specific is coming to my mind and uh, I'll go check the books later and Michelle might know she can get on uh, soul tree transformations and get an appointment with Michelle ah. and uh, see if Michelle has something because she has direct access to Jobert at any time of the day. So if anybody knows, those two would know. Is um, Somebody sent me, is this the book we're talking about? 
Recall Healing Pyramid of Health? No? Yes. Uh -huh. that, that's the new one? I thought, it looks like, is this a new, a, a new one? There's an old there's an old version of that and there's a newer version of that and Michelle has the newer version and there's some things that are only in the Jacques Martel book and there's some things that are only in the Recall Healing book and then there's a lot of overlap. Um, so I'll go get those on the next break. They're inside the house and so this I'll is the book Pyramid of Health in English, right? Prolactin tumors. Mm -hmm. Pyramid of Health. Um, 2017 version reference book. This is an older version. You can get a new version of this book, right? Yes, and I, I you know, I don't know which one they have, but uh, you know, if they contact Michelle and read the specifics, they'll be able to know. Okay. The now, new version has has the brain scans in it, has the brain schematics in it. So if you have the one that when you open the first few pages, it's got the regulatory brains and the parts of the body it, it regulates, that's the newer version. Mm -hmm. um, here's an email, a fellow that's been emailing me, and then I recommended that he did some German New Medicine session, and he did one, and he liked it, but he said, I think this fellow just really thinks that he needs to do supplements or remedies other than a psychological approach to realizing your trauma. Oh, are there, are there different, wow, I didn't read this carefully enough. Are there different supplements or remedies that could help to realize and solving the trauma? Oh, that is enough to pro propagate uh, the healing. Now, he, he's asking if you can just do remedies for the prostate issue. Um, I think he's got, I don't know what if it's cancer, other than the psychological approach. Can you just do that? That's his question. A lot of, pe a lot of people do. And, you know, you can Google Klinghart's five levels of healing. Dr. Klinghart has that on the internet. Um, and he lists those five levels and a person can look at what's going on with them from any of those five levels. So the first level is physical. Uh, the second level is electromagnetic or energetic. You know, like if you're sleeping with your cell phone on your crotch, you know, probably stop doing that. I yeah, don't do that. Uh, and, uh, and then there's the personal story timeline, which would be the psychological or mental arena. That's level three. And level four is what limiting beliefs did I inherit from my family system? And so that's level four. And then level five is what we were talking about earlier, when a person realizes that everything is God. Even even the, quote, prostate problem. Even the cancer. Is right. the divine. Yeah. And so when we get when we get there, we don't need to do anything on those lower levels. Uh, do you that. Know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're kind of done. But yeah, you can choose any of those. Like uh, I take something called prostate manager. I, I get it from uh, Meridian Grace. And uh, and I forget the company that makes it. I can go get that on break. And I pee better. If I take one or two of those a day, I pee better. Huh. And, uh, and, and my prostate numbers tend to go up because the holistic doctor I see wants my testosterone on the high side. And so I take some bioidentical testosterone and my numbers go up and I don't get nervous about it. 
Um, I know the three conflicts for the prostate, and if I need to work those, I can work those. But as soon as I take the prostate manager, the numbers start coming down for me. And you can take up to four of those a day. And what um, what, ing- what kind of ingredients are in that baby? You know, it's got, of course, the the salt palmetto, the African pygium, uh, the zinc. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, gosh, there's a whole list of ingredients when I go get it all yeah, bring it out just, a, just a little support and, and I think it makes sense we've talked quite a bit about it that as you as we believe that the the action is at that bottom level or the top one God once you get that one then it's, you're done but along mm-hmm. the way we do stuff you know we take the hydrogen or we eat good yeah, food or yeah. colostrum or, we do stuff because it helps us to feel better the, the, the tissues or the physiological the body likes it you know Obviously, your prostate yeah. likes these little things in there. Uh, yeah. Right? And so, yeah, you can do it all. And um, I think it helps helps to navigate towards, you know, getting the whole red pill and doing the God thing. <laughs> yes. And I'm going to come back to save soil for a minute because one of the reasons that there's more of us in trouble is because we're eating the same food we did 20 years ago. And it has way less nutrition in it than it used to. It has way less zinc. It has way less plant alkaloids. It has way less other minerals and vitamins in it because the microorganisms in the soil are going extinct. So everything else being equal, the more microorganisms in the soil, the healthier my body is because my body's basically made of soil. So, Yes. I've always thought you were kind of soiled, but that's all right. <laughs> yes, he's a dirty guy. He's a dirty guy. Okay, quick, do a quick break. Grab that thing and, and uh, we'll be right okay. back. Okay. For my first meal of the day, I like to make a blended drink, and I'm always basing my blended drinks around colostrum. Colostrum adds so much creamy flavor and texture that if you don't have it, smoothies start to seem a little bit watery to me. Now, I'm gonna be combining it with a bunch of other ingredients, but it really is the all-star. Colostrum has so many health benefits. Probably it's best known for its effects on the immune system. There's actually an article in PubMed showing colostrum to be three times more effective against flu and flu symptoms than flu vaccines are, even in high-risk patients. It's incredible for fighting flu and other viral-type infections. It's also really good for building lean muscle mass. In fact, it contains all 89 of the known mammalian growth factors. It's also very good for the gut lining. So people who suffer from things like Crohn's, IBS, uh, leaky gut syndrome, a lot of those folks are using colostrum in the regenerative process to heal and restore their gut lining. And one of the things I love about it is that it's a complete food. So colostrum contains everything a mammal needs to thrive. It contains all of the essential amino acids. It contains all of the essential lipids or fats. It contains all of the essential glyconutrients. Those are essential sugars that we need for our immune function. So it's got all of that and all those growth factors, which means this is really a complete food for human beings or for any other mammals. tastes great. It's got the fuel I need to get through the day, and it's got all those added health benefits thanks to the colostrum tube. It does. Thank you, Daniel. It's a great company, Thrival, and it's on our website. I believe they have uh, CBD oil um, 
on sale going on right now. I don't know if I have a code for you. It's probably on our website, on our front page. Anyway, I'll find it there. But you can check out the colostrum. They have strawberry, vanilla, chocolate, and the original, original. Um, yeah, oh yeah, 20% on CBD. Code is, uh, what's the code? Let's see, what's the code? Oh, you can see it. It's right on the front page. I can't read it because of the lights. So that's cool. We like CBD. It's a, a very nice, uh, um, cool thing. I think you'll enjoy it. I think there's a lot more to CBD than we even know now that we're going to know a lot in the future. But um, the digestive bitters, the shaga, the reishi, uh, the elk velvet antler, the pine pollen, um, cool stuff, all from Sir Thrival on OneRadioNetwork.com. If you've not tried our pearl, Sam, it's right on our front page too. It's a nice green container, and it's ground up pearl uh, from real pearl, from real oysters, from real water, a once living source, and you can brush your teeth with it and your teeth start to look more like a pearl, and um, you can use it for oh, what we call receding gums, which is really bone loss. We blame it on the gums, but it's really the bones are uh, losing texture and losing stuff, and it actually helps to build up the bone when you pack it in your tooth there. So it's a great product. It's on our front page, uh, oneradionetwork.com. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Dr. Richard Massey, he was uh, spending a little time in Florida. You can see him there, beautiful setting. Um, did you find something during the break? I did, I did. So it's in the Recall Healing book. And, uh, you know, instead of reading the whole thing, if the person wants to call me okay, and give me, give me their phone number, I will take a photo of it and send the photo. Oh, that's they, nice of you. They can look it over, but uh, like uh, like the first one here is you want to look in the family tree or in the person's life for somebody who had a feeling of being afraid that they failed to be a good mother. And so they needed more pituitary talk to their breast so that they could give better nurturing, right? That'd be the idea. Uh, and that's just the first one. There's about eight different possibilities. And you can, um, you'll, you'll scan that or take a picture and send it to them, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I'll send it to you. And um, your, and, your phone and number then, is on our show page. We always put that on there. Yeah. Yeah. And then this is the thing called a prostate manager. Oh. And uh, it's from something called Welltreants you know but i'm sure you have something that has the same stuff in it and it's got zinc copper selenium salt palmetto beta cetosterol beta alanine pygium pumpkin seed metal sarsaparilla licorice and lycopene oh that sounds good yeah so and any one of those may be useful for a person so Mm -hmm. and you actually feel a little bit when you take those you can feel a little difference well you know i can write my name in the snow a little oh well that's good i we like to do that that's (laughs) <laughs> Good morning, Patrick and Richard. I purchased an EM Wave 2 and the Jacques Martel book. Can Richard please talk hey. me uh, through a little bit to what to do next? Do I need to be in the green light zone on the EM Wave and have someone read from the book, or can I read it myself? 
Yeah, so I I read it myself. Uh, when other people come see me, I read it to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I read it myself. Like the other night, I, I'm here traveling, and I forgot that July 16th is the anniversary from 1936 when my dad's father was decapitated in a motor vehicle accident. And I have that written on my calendar that I keep at home, but I'd forgotten it. You know, it's just a bulky thing and I don't travel with it. So I I woke up in the middle of the night on the 17th with pain in my left hip. So I I put my M-wave on and got the book out. And sure enough, the first conflict went into high coherence. it's a conflict of opposition with the mother, right? And that one was the one that resonated. And then I remembered, I thought, oh my gosh. So that's what happened. So my dad's parents had split already. Three of the kids went with grandma, three were with grandpa. Now these three were orphaned and grandma couldn't take them back. So the kids were in opposition to the mother. She wanted to put them in foster care and they actually hopped a train and went to Beaumont, Texas, and an aunt raised them. And that's why I was born in Beaumont, Texas. So they had to oppose their mother's plan. As soon as I was remembering this, my M-wave was just in high coherence, and the pain in my hip just disappeared. Isn't that great? Wow. Wow. So, if you had, I have one of those. I haven't used it for years. But if even if you don't have a, I got the book too, but even if you just put it on, you could just talk to yourself or contemplate a little bit and ask if what you're thinking here is true yeah. or something and you, you'll get a green yeah yeah I, I've used it for journaling and for dream analysis and mm-hmm. you know doing 12 step work and it's really good with Byron Katie worksheets if, if you're doing a Byron Katie worksheet that thing will tell you the moment you hit the turnaround the backwards belief that's really going to kind of set you free uh, from that original limiting belief, and uh, it's really fun. The Byron Katie Workshop, and what's the name of that that website? It's called thework.com. Okay, and you can get the- Patrick. That, yeah, yeah, that lady's alive. I mean, I, I saw her live in Austin many years ago, and I went up for the book signing. And you know, she goes like, "What's your name?" Because she's going to write it in the book. And she looked up at me with those eyes and I, I felt like I was undone you know it was like a whole bunch of karma just left uh, you know I mean it was amazing and uh, she lives in that world and uh, but it's beautiful the YouTubes have really been a blessing for me and a lot of other people we got close to getting on the show a long time ago but it never never worked out we almost did so we should try again huh hmm does Dr. Massey think that baking sodas really do have aluminum or is aluminum free just made up? It's a good question. It's probably made up, but I don't know. <laughs> so so what was that again? I didn't catch Aluminum free baking sodas. Is there such a thing or are they all just... Wow, wow, wow. Wouldn't that be something if we had our own home test kit? That's we right. Could, we could test it for sure. <laughs> we could discover for ourselves, you know, what's going on. Yeah, do you know uh, we just made up this whole aluminum-free thing, you know, just to sell you something else. Huh? Yeah, yeah, because I, I can see a corporate attorney finding a way to say aluminum-free that doesn't really mean it doesn't have aluminum in it. And uh, 
you know, that would stand up in court. Uh, aluminum free. No, Your Honor, we meant that the aluminum in the baking soda actually was not in prison. That's what we was, meant. Uh, That's what we it meant. was there by its own free will. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know how all that kind of thinking works, but. Uh. <sighs> well. It's great having you on. Oh, I wanted to just mention before and get your idea, since you are a trained medical doctor. Ooh. I probably shouldn't be even asking you since you're a trained medical doctor. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> give me a little leeway here. Uh, give me a little. little. Um, so a couple of months ago, I started eating like mostly meat. You know, I just turned into a carnivore. Butter, meat, eggs, um, goat milk. That's about it, you know. And... Um, I really feel good, but my blood sugar is like keeps getting lower and lower and lower. I uh, and I finding I almost have to eat a little something a carb in the middle of the night to go back to sleep. Yeah. Now what is you know so like last night I was up and I felt great, but I just there's no way I was sleeping. It was just okay. What are we gonna yeah. do here, <laughs> right? So so I said, well, I just I think I'd like some sleep. So I had a couple of pieces of this great einkorn bread left, and I yeah, did some of that with good. butter and jelly, right? And slept four hours, just boom, you know, boom, just after two pieces yeah. of bread, little little pieces. And I woke up, then I did my blood sugar, and it was 48, like 48. Wow. So what is it? Wow, you're living on, you're living on ketones, aren't you? Is that, when I, is, that what, is that what that means, ketones? Yes, yeah, yeah. You'd be really in trouble at 38 if you weren't living on some ketones. Oh, yeah. If I was eating a lot of carbs and I was 48, I'd be, I'd be crazy. So, yeah, when the blood sugar gets below 60, you know, it may take your body a while to realize that you're doing that on purpose. Yeah, <laughs> I am. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I agree, though, if... When I was eating all kinds of carbies and vegetables too, if I didn't eat after a while, you know, I would need to eat. You know, I would just, it's like, yeah, your blood sugar, I guess, would get 50 or 60 or whatever. And you're just like, if I don't eat, I'm going to kill somebody, right? But when yeah. you just eat, when yeah. you don't eat those things, that doesn't happen. What's that about? Yeah, isn't that something? Yeah, all the alarm chemicals that go off with blood sugar. So, so blood sugar is a huge one in biology. Mm. And the two extremes of blood sugar work like this. Like in my family system, if I come from a group that could have used a fighter or somebody who should have resisted stronger, I'll tend to get diabetes and have high blood sugar because the brain thinks as long as my muscles have access to plenty of sugar, I can repel the intruder, I can resist, I can out-resist the other person longer because my blood sugar's higher. And on the other hand, low blood sugar and playing possum is another way of surviving trauma in biology. So if I have really low blood sugar, my body thinks there's a predator nearby. <laughs> I've dropped my sugar so that I appear to be dead and I'm of no interest to the predator to just sniff me and walk off. He won't right? eat me, yeah. And so so those are the two strategies biologically for encountering predators and that which we need to deal with. So the body has all kinds of chemistry that gets excited when we go to either extreme. 
I'm a pretty extreme guy. I kind of like it. Yeah. <laughs> but so in general, though, I mean, is it a preferable to have lower blood sugar rather than high? You know, it, that's what the ketogenic people say. Hmm. And uh, it, it kind of makes sense that ketones are like the big logs on the fire instead of the leaves and the sticks. It burns longer and slower. Longer and uh, slower, right? Than the yeah, hmm. yeah. So you have less of those bursts. Um, yeah. And it's more reliable over a long period of time. So I would think for longevity, it's a great idea to live on ketones. Well, and all the ketone guys that I know say that every now and then they got to have a carb day. For just some every now and then they just got to do it. Yeah, <laughs> like I did last night. Well, you know, I feel more grounded than I've ever felt just eating yeah. meat. Really, more grounded, more. It's uh, my screenwriting is going better than ever. I can think more clearly and quietly. You know, just like, hmm, if I do that and move it over there, and George says this what would that i can do that now i didn't it was it's, it's easier to do that and focus in on yes it. yes so i don't know yeah, what that's beautiful. about i don't know what that's about yeah, god bless the yeah. cows man yes pigs yeah you're probably a gratitude area where you just eat everything and you're grateful yeah that's what i'm up to these days Hey, we got a quick one before we go. Um, Dr. Massey, tooth abscess, gold filling. Oh, my gold filling fell out. Fell out. Um, small abscess now for over two months on the cheek and the gum. Drains a little pus. Any ideas would be appreciated. What do you do with that one? Hmm. Yeah, so... Is that like healing to too? I mean, can we say that's healing as well? Well, yeah. If you... Uh, if you... If you tell me which tooth it is, you can look it up in the Jacques Martel book or the Recall Healing book, and they'll tell you which personal and family story <laughs> is coming up as an anniversary. It's always about a story. It's always about a story. Yeah, yeah. And and that that's why that tooth is carrying that, so I don't have to feel the emotion. Ah. So the emotion involved with that particular story would overwhelm me. And I wouldn't be able to function in this reality if I felt it. So the brain sends it to that tooth. Sends it to that tooth. Oh, man. Yeah. And that tooth will carry that emotion in itself physically. And if I find out how to speak the story back out, uh, especially the feelings that were scary in the story, those, the stuff that's in the tooth will change back into my spoken emotional energy and it will leave the tooth. Oh, you know, maybe I'll email you or call you or something, and I, I got a little tooth that I'm just having some fun stuff with that I want to, maybe I could figure out what it is and make it make sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, wow, that'd be cool. Yeah, it's always a love story. So, it's always a love story. Well, we have to go. It's time, it's 11.30. Thanks for being here, I appreciate you making the whole thing work from Florida. Good for, good for you, man. That was great. Yes. Thanks yes, a lot, I'm kiddo. I'm sitting here. I'm watching the herons fish and rocking in the chair like we do down I'll south. Tell you like here. you do down south. Have you been eating to find some good fish down there? Yes. 
Okay, kid, I love you. Thank you. I'll give you a call about this tooth, and maybe you could send me on my way here. Uh, thank All you. Right. See you too. soon, and see you next month, if not before. All right. Happy Monday. Yeah, thank you. Patrick Timponi, OneRadioNetwork.com. Okay, we're going to run here and um, and tune in Dr. Pete. And uh, let me do this. And uh, we're going to call him up, and uh, we're going to talk to Dr. Ray Pete. And we're going to do that right now. Thank you. Bye. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.